Hey, you guys, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm Allison Schaefer, and I'm your host. We have been talking about human trafficking this week. It is an extension of my previous series back in the fall talking about human trafficking. There is a plethora of information. Go ahead, screw in those earbuds, slap on the headphones, turn up the volume, because I'm going to share a resource today that is going to help you increase your knowledge and arm you with more information about human trafficking with the intent that I would love to have you share it with everybody else. So the resource is called endinghumantrafficking.org and I'll put the information in the description of this episode. I have been listening to their podcast ending human trafficking. And they really, really dig deep into a lot of the different facets of human trafficking. I downloaded their quick start guide to ending human trafficking, and it's called Five Things You Must Know. Today, we're going to go over two of them. And then tomorrow, I will go over the last three. First and foremost, what they stated, um, and it's, gosh, I can't remember their names, wonderful people, and I, I sh- should remember their names, but what they talk about right at the, the beginning is like with anything that you want to share about is, and you want to voice concerns about and make a difference about, you must study the information first. Learn about what you want to share. So um, my passion is anti-human trafficking, and there's still so much, so much to learn. I do not profess to be an expert, and I love when I say keep on learning. Um, Learning is the essence of life, and there is tons of information out there. Let's go ahead and let's start with Number one, about five things you must know about human trafficking. You need to know what it is. Now, depending on the sector you're in, there's different um, definitions about human trafficking, but they all have the same thing in common. It is basically someone or a group of people obtaining a person or people for their profit and controlling that person for their profit. People often mix it up with smuggling. Smuggling um, is not necessarily for profit, nor do they control the person. So when they smuggle a person across the border, it is not meant to be a controlling issue, nor an issue for a monetary gain. I'm going to read a story about sex trafficking and labor trafficking. These are two that are the most prevalent in the United States, but they happen globally. I have got to put that in your brains to understand all of these types of trafficking happen globally. So I will go over that tomorrow because there are many different types and I want you to keep recognizing the signs and I'm going to hit that up on number two. So let's go ahead and start with our sex trafficking story and it's about Maria. It's it's a real story but Maria is not really her name. She's a 17 year old from Russia who was desperately looking for a job to support her widowed mother and her young brother and when she saw an ad for work in Greece. 
she went to the interview and filled out the application. And when you fill out an application, you guys, remember all the information you put on there? Like your name, your address, your phone number, you put everything out there. So the applicant gets all that information and it's all out there. Maria was super, super happy because she was actually chosen and told her mom she would send half of her earnings to them and save half to go to nursing school. So on the day that she was to meet the travel coordinator, she did, and she was at the train station. She turned over her legal travel documents along with several other girls who were under the impression that they had this wonderful job. But when they reached the Greek border, each girl was put in a separate room. Maria explained that after just a few minutes, four men dressed in police uniforms, uniforms not necessarily because they were police, um, but as part of the breaking down process, which I'll share later in the week, um, they rushed into her room and they gang raped her. Before dawn, the madame took her downstairs where someone was waiting. An envelope changed hands, her ankles, wrists, and mouth were duct taped, and she was hidden in the false bottom of the trunk and driven into Greece where brothel owners purchased her. She was moved from brothel to brothel for more than 20 months. She was told that if she ran away, they had her address and would go and get her younger brother to take her place. So the traffickers in that situation used all three means to traffic her. They used fraud because they offered a job that really didn't exist. They used force because she was brutalized. And then they used coercion because they threatened to abduct her. That is one case of the sex trafficking and all three ways to obtain a victim were used. Now I'm going to give you a labor trafficking story. So, a father in a village in Mexico did not have the money to buy medicine for his son. Someone came to his village and told him there was a job in California. But the father did not have the money to pay the coyote, which is the smuggler, to get him across the border so he could work to buy what his son needed. The man told him that he would take him anyway, and the father would pay the smuggling fee off after he started working. Now they're using that smuggling word, but I want you to listen and keep listening. So when he arrived, he was staying in a crowded room with many other workers and everything they ate or needed, like toothpaste or soap, was charged to their account. When payday came, they took what he had earned for the interest on the loan, his living expenses, and there was nothing to send to his family. He realized he would never pay off the debt. He was trapped. He did not understand, though, that this is a form of tra trafficking. He didn't think anyone would help him. He just thought it was his own fault for believing the recruiter. It was not actually smuggling because the victim was under the control of the trafficker after they crossed the border. So that's the kicker for the smuggling. So smuggling is a crime against the government. Human trafficking is a human 
rights violation. Keep that in mind. So that's number one in regards to five things you must know about human trafficking. Now, number two, you guys, is know how to spot it and report it. And I'm not going to go too in-depth because I'm already too long right now again. Um, I'm not going to go about um, reporting it. But spotting it. Remember, remember last night I shared, hopefully you listened last night, um, different signs of a trafficked victim. So what I want to emphasize on this part, and I'll bring it up again tomorrow because I'm way too long right now, um, is that there is a psychological, emotional, and a component of fear that have to do with trafficking. Now, we can see the physical signs, and we can spot those things, such as no eye contact, um, they're branded, they're um, malnourished, they're disheveled. So, the, so those are some of the physical signs. It becomes trickier when you pull in the psychological, emotional, and the fear factor of trafficking. So that's all I'm going to share right now, in, mainly because I want to keep this under 10 minutes. I seriously, really, really appreciate you hopping on. Make sure you share this with other people. Um, tell them to hop on Spotify. If you haven't, go ahead and hit the um, subscribe button or the follow button so you get notifications when I have episodes dropping and it's every day, Monday through Friday by 5 a.m. I will be sharing episodes. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and take care of yourself. Keep on learning and then learn beyond as well. We will catch you on the flip side. 